Hey everyone, welcome to season four of Her Community 2 with me, your host, Katherine Carella, where we talk about politics, business, family, and everything to do with her. Also, Her Community 2 is brought to you by Lake Insurance. After all, let's face it, we all need insurance. Lake Insurance has all the insurance you need, personal and commercial insurance, home and building insurance, health, Medicare, and dental. You'll never overpay for life insurance. Call them today at 1-855-LAKE-INS today, or you can visit them at lakeins.net. That's 1-855-L-A-K-E-I-N-S for savings that will totally blow you away. Good day, everyone. We're coming to you live from Long Island, of course. Um, special guest tonight. She was a guest on the cable show um, that we host. And I find her very interesting in how she earns her dollar. And she's also inspiring. Her background is Hispanic. She's a female. She was born in Florida. She's here in New York helping families galore and I believe nationwide so please here we go Sandra Santana Brennan thank you so I mean okay so what I wanted to ask you is um what made you get into this field and your field is you a, a consultant um, on a company that you are the CEO and you also founded a senior living renaissance. Correct. Okay, so what made you get into that? Well, I have a background in, in healthcare and in senior living. I started as a companion, um, helping the elderly in their homes, and I loved it. I did that for about seven years. And then I decided to maybe check out assisted living and see if that was for me. So I I started there working as um, an activities assistant. I ran activities for people that were in the memory care community. Well, that's the one, that's the community where residents that have dementia or Alzheimer's live mm. um, so they can get that more closer supervision. So I went from there, I went into sales after that. And I led a couple of communities that were in crisis situation, low, low census. And, um, and then my last, uh, the last position I was in, I was working for a smaller company and um, again, helping them with their marketing and getting their census back up. And then when I left that, I decided, you know what, I think I, think I really wanna, wanna help these companies. It was something I always wanted to do. It started a little sooner than I had anticipated. <laughs> but I said, I, feel, I think I'm just gonna go for it now and see what happens. And I was actually thinking of, it was actually going to be just a transition, something to keep me busy, keep mm-hmm. my connections, and uh, keep in the business while I was looking for my next um, job. But actually, I just I liked it so much, I just stayed with it. <laughs> so I stopped applying. I just stayed with my job. Wow. Now, um, did you ever think like, yeah, I could do this? I mean, did you ever, or were you like scared? Because I I, I was scared to death. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, what the heck am I doing? I'm doing it. But I mean, honestly, I was very excited in the beginning because I was starting a business. I had to see a an attorney, make it all legal. So it was very exciting, creating my website, um, start creating my, my business cards and all my collateral and, 
it was very, very exciting. And I did get my first client within two weeks of, of opening. Wow. And, yeah, and a lot of support. And I saw that there was a true need because the companies that I was helping, um, they really needed my help. They needed someone like me that wasn't afraid to get out there and get dirty and do what needed to be done. I'm not, I always say I'm not, you know, I'm not a princess. Um, I don't mind getting there and I don't mind going into a difficult community that needs to be redeveloped. Um, and I love it because I'm fixing it. And in the end, once their census is up and they're doing well and they have beautiful marketing materials and, and they have everything all in, in place and the CRM and it, it just it just makes me feel good that I helped a company that may have went under if somebody didn't help them. Oh, okay. And I okay. saw and I saw so many companies that weren't good companies that would had the money to, to pay marketers and and to and to and help them stay solvent. And I saw too many really good companies that went under because they didn't have anybody to help them. They didn't have anybody that understood this industry the way I do. Right. So you already knew how it was going back and forth, I up and down. I know the good, bad, and the dirty. I know it all. So I know who you have to connect with. I know what you need to do. I know where you need to go. And it may not be what you think. Right. But just through my experience I know where you need to concentrate and get you going quickly so usually my clients don't need me more than maybe a few months wow now um, the aging pop- now you are national right I, I can work so. nationally yes you I, can. Do, I do connect with clients across the country yes okay so let's let's take that plus Long Island so the aging population is getting bigger course yeah it's getting bigger people People are yep they're living to almost 100 you it's not even uncommon to see people make it past 100 it's not uncommon it's celebrated but it's not uncommon so therefore their kids let's just say the average what's your average client like 80 maybe and you know it depends um you know most people start thinking about assisted living or or senior living usually in their 80s um, some people start looking at it in their 70s so they look a little bit sooner just so that they're prepared later on mm-hmm. but you know sadly a lot of people wait until there's a crisis and usually that's in their 80s or 90s and it's true because it, it usually they people go into i'm going to say the kids meaning adult kids they go into panic mode when their uh parent has an accident a fall mm-hmm. or uh, a stroke or whatever and they go into panic mode and they're thinking they have to quit their jobs stay home all the time with the uh, parent or grandparent right and when there's so much that people have options now correct yeah, lots of options more and, than you ever had <laughs> and it seems like it I, I, I really I don't know what the options are and they contact you now do you advertise anywhere or are you just strictly on social media I am strictly on social media, so I don't really need to advertise anywhere. Okay. Um, I have a, you know, I have a, a, a vast network of people, and I, I just really I stay on social media, and, and mostly families come to me through word of mouth. Professionals will come contact me and ask me for assistance, or they will send somebody, a neighbor or a friend or family member, to me for help. And 
I will guide them. I will find out exactly what's going on, give them the advice, the resources that they need, connect them with the right people. Um, and then I will check in on them. But I only work with very good, really good companies. And I will only refer to companies that I know the people that I have worked with for years and that, um, that I believe in. So I don't want to hear, you know, that a family called a place and then they had a terrible experience. I'm not about that. So I know that once I hand them off to somebody, they're going to be taken care of. And that's what I noticed about you because, well, just give you a little bit of background, um, everyone. I met Sandra through Ryan O'Neill Williams, who does I Love Babylon Radio. We had you as a guest. And I remember one thing that struck me good about you is that you genuinely care about these folks. You won't match them up just to get a check. You or, no. or get paid. You're thinking of they're getting taken care of. So you only match with people that you are comfortable with right. and that who you know will be good to them because unfortunately seniors do get ripped off um, and the kids really don't know what to right. do and what their options are. So it's good that there's someone like you um, to help the families. I know you right. provide resources for the family and for long-term care. Uh, you work with the healthcare companies. I mean, it, this is Ooh, a lot. And so I don't, one, and I don't take a fee for any place that I that I refer them to. So a lot of people ask me, "Oh, well, you sent me there, but they pay you, but they don't." I don't take fees. I think people companies. right. I think people um, just assume. Just like I had a, um, two people call me out when I do my show. I get paid to lie. Okay, so people <laughs> are <laughs> because I I'm in podcast. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I get paid to lie. Yeah, they, those people don't pay my bills. <laughs> right, right. No, honestly, I do this because there are so many people out there. I've noticed through my years of as a senior living director, sales director, inside assisted living communities, when families would come to me, so many of them would would get the wrong information from another company, or they would feel like they were being pressured to move in to an assisted living when they didn't feel right. And they, they didn't have anybody who could actually be honest with them and say, listen, this is what you need to do. And so I would tell people before they came in, I would say, bring a book because you're going to get an education because I'm going to tell you a lot of stuff that's going to help you. And I would, I would just explain to them what assisted living was, what it can do, what it cannot do, um, the things you need to get into place. You're, you need to speak with an attorney. Um, you need to speak with a financial advisor. Um, you know, I would give them those resources. I would tell them a lot. And sometimes the option wasn't assisted living. Sometimes I would say to them, you know what? I don't know if this is right for you. Um, so, or I would feel like maybe my community wasn't right for them. You know, maybe just, just the situation or the, the level of care that was required or the, even the finances. You know, I never wanted somebody moving into my community that couldn't stay. I never wanted right. to do that for them. Um, and so if I felt that it wasn't the right fit, I would tell them where they needed to go. Maybe a less expensive community or maybe one that had the amenities or the higher care level that they needed. Um, if I was working in one that didn't have that care level. So I was completely honest with these families and they would say to me, you know, you're the first one who actually talked to us and was honest and gave us all this information. And I found that sick. Because as senior living advisors, 
You are a counselor. You are there. And I'm not saying everybody's like this. Like most of the sales directors that I know are phenomenal. But, you know, in, in every any position, any industry, there's always a few, you know? Right, exactly. And, and it would hurt my heart. It would. Because I would say, this is a family in crisis. They need help. You don't take advantage of them. It's not, it's not cool. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, that's not cool. It's not now, cool. there's something I want just to quick question and if you don't feel comfortable answering it I totally get it just say so but I wanted your ideas uh in the past couple of years John London has been um promoting um a place for mom mm-hmm. have you heard of that yeah I see her okay so what do you think about that I mean you know a place for mom so is it um do you think it's a good uh, organization or a company? I think, I mean, yeah, I use, you know, I used to use Place for Mom a lot. And oh, okay. What I okay. like about them is they, they, they are aware of all the assisted living communities that are on the island, um, across the country, because they're national. Um, they know the pricing. They know what promotions are there. On their partner central, um, it's a portal that companies can use. Mm-hmm. And that's where they get their leads from. Like the place mom will send you the families that need assistance. But on there, you can plug in all your information. And the advisors get the information from that. But the advisors also visit the communities. So a lot of the advisors that I work with on Long Island, they would come and visit and actually look at the community and meet the staff. Because they wanted to know who they were recommending. Yeah, because that's a big thing, especially if you're to, word of mouth. Yeah, and I got to know my advisors very well, and they got to know the community, and, and so that they were able to really match up the families with the right communities. And so I loved working for them. As a matter of fact, I got a Place for Mom Partner Award years what? ago. Oh, I had okay. the most partner referrals. It was nationwide. I think they picked 10 out of the whole country, and I was one of them. Um, But I just loved working with them because I knew that, you know, if if a family came to me, that they were in good hands, you know, like they were helping to guide them. Okay, I gotcha. And and that's that's a good way to be because seniors, you know, it's just difficult. Um, I, I do understand that. I remember when my mother had a stroke. Uh, she was, she was, uh, I wouldn't say young, but she wasn't a senior yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember the, the uh, case manager at the hospital said, she can't come home with you. She has to go to a nursing rehabilitation center. Right. So, um, what struck me weird and uncomfortable, and, and you could surely uh, jump in and give me your thoughts on this. A lot of people would say, you know how the best way to find a facility for you? And I'm like, no, what? If you smell pee in the hallway, run. Hmm. And well, that frightened me when they said that. I found, <laughs> a, I found a place for her, and of course I didn't smell anything, but I thought, is that the stereotype of these homes for the seniors okay so you know nursing home rehabilitation center is different than assisted living right right so assisted living is where they live and a nursing home is where they go to either get nursing care or rehabilitation from a stroke or an accident now a nursing home should not smell 
if you're walking into the foyer and it smells like that, that's not a clean facility. Now, does that mean that a resident didn't have an accident? It's possible. I mean, it's the it's the environment that you're in. But right. it should be cleaned up and it shouldn't be a lingering odor in there constantly. Um, there are very few out there that are like that. Most, you know, all the, all the facilities that I work with are very clean. And you don't smell it. I mean, if you walk into the halls, you're going to smell odors. I mean, people are sick. They have wounds. Right. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, that's the way it is. It's like, also like a mini hospital in a way. So, um, but that's just part of taking care of humans. I mean, that's just the odor of humans. But it's addressed immediately, and it's clean, and it's taken care of. So, um, when you're walking through the halls of a, of a, of a nursing home, it, it shouldn't smell, no. And I have to tell you, the ones on Long Island are really good. There's some really good ones out here. Really? And you would That's walk good. through them, and you won't, I, I walk through them, and I don't smell anything. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't. That's good. I mean, some you do. You know, those are the ones you don't want to go to. But, um, but there are, um, you know, listen, people don't want to rehabilitate in a place that smells. I know, they really don't. Because you can um, be in there like 100 days. Exactly, especially so if it's a fresh puddle. Smell, that means it just happened. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Now, um, why do you think there's a, a really big rise in the senior living? You know, on this, especially just Long Island. Why? Why are more seniors that need your help more than ever? Is it because well, it, it's because I mean, I, it, it just seems like wherever you go, there's seniors. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And that's great. A lot of them are very active, but it just seems like for that group of people, usually they move to Florida or the South because it's a little bit more um, easier on their on their wallet. But why do you think there's such a, a surge in that? Well, first of all, people are living longer, so we know that. Second of all, um, not everybody wants to go to Florida. Not everybody likes the heat. They don't have family down there, so they don't really want to go down there and be alone. Um, so typically they'll go to Florida if they're with a spouse so they'll mm-hmm. go to the spouse or if there is family down there they will go down there um, but typically if they're alone they usually don't unless they have friends unless there's somebody else that's down there with them um, but the reason is there's a couple of reasons first of all people that get older they don't want to live with their kids okay so that that whole you know, time of, you know, you got older, you moved into your daughter's house or your son's house and they gave you a little room in the back. That doesn't happen anymore. It really doesn't. Yeah, they don't really want to live with their kids. Because that means they become instant babysitters. That's probably... It's not that. It's just that they don't don't like it. They're independent. So they don't want to live in someone's house. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't either. So there's that. And then... Um, people now, they both, you know, two people have to work in a household to live on Long Island. And so the, 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 the children really aren't home to take care of their parents because they have to work. Um, so, and, and, and so assisted living is more, um, it's more attractive. Yes, it is. You have your own apartment, you get your meals, you get your care, you get, um, you know, there's, there's games and parties and things going on. You get your socialization. So it's really great for a senior who is social, who still wants to be social um, and, and, and wants to be independent. 
you know, in a lot of right. ways. And, and a lot and of decide people decide what they get and what they don't get. Yeah. Um, and then some people do decide to stay home with an aide because that's, the, that's what their preference is. So there's choices and there's some really excellent aid agencies out there that can provide nursing or, um, or companions or home health care aids. And you could, you could have as little as four hours or, or, or 24 hours a day if you want. And some people, that's their preference. Right. Some people decide to do that first. And then um, if they, you know, want later on, if their care needs get very, very high and they decide they want to go into more of a, an assisted living, you know, that's sometimes people choose that. Or sometimes people just stay home with a need too all the time. It's just, it's really a preference. It's a preference. So, okay. So let, let me ask you this. So. How do people, or how can people benefit working for you? What I mean is, like, you are, now you don't employ anyone, right? No, I don't. Okay, so how do the people benefit you consulting them? What's the what's some of the biggest benefits? So the benefits of working with me is that I have a vast network of, of professional connections in this industry, because I've been working in it for so long. Okay. Um, I know I've worked at several different types of communities, so I know the differences between them. Um, I also worked as a home health aide, so I understand that aspect as well. So I understand uh-huh. both of it. So, um, so what I bring to them is the ability to get their services to um, to these these companies. Mm-hmm. So if it's like say it's a home health care agency. And they need they need to be able to bring their product to assisted livings and skilled nursing facilities and and others. Um, I help them with that. I help introduce them. Um, what would take them six months to a year to accomplish? I can get them uh, within a week because I'm making appointments and and setting uh, meetings with mutually um, uh, beneficial relationships so mm. that they're working together. I teach them how to work with the people in the industry. Okay, and that's good. That's because people are very confused with. with yeah, their... and they don't know. And a lot of times, they, they may they may hire a marketer from a different field and bring them in, and that they don't know who these people are. They don't know the connections. If you don't know the people in the nursing homes, you're not getting in. You're not getting past the front desk. Uh... So there's no way for you to get that information to them. Okay, okay. Now, how do you assure the families, not not the client, but the or the, the, just the families, how do you give them assurance, especially with all your expertise that you have? Is there something, is it like a, a comfort level or is it you have empathy? I mean, um, because literally they are entrusting you with their family member who is aging. Or it's well, way past senior status. Right. But. Well, first of all, I always I always come highly recommended by somebody who knows me. Okay. So typically that's how families come through me. Or they remember me in the past because I moved them into another community. Um, so people remember me because I helped them. I wasn't selling to them. I was helping them. And so they remember that. And then if they need that help later on, they call me and they say, you know, you helped, you helped me with my dad a couple of years ago. Now I need help with my aunt. I was wondering if you could give me some suggestions or friends call me and say, I, you know, I need, I need, I need some information for my aunt or my cousin's brother or, you know, so I get, you know, a lot of the professionals reach out to me 
Oh, okay. men farmers, yeah. A lot of the professionals that I work with, um, they connect with me. And then sometimes people do find out about me through other ways, but typically it's through the professionals that I work with that, um, that know me. I know that I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to give them good resources that they need. Oh, okay. That sounds... I and mean, I'm that... very honest with them. I, I, I find out, you know, what's going on. I explain to them, you know, what I've done in my past so they understand. And they usually ask me, of course, do you get paid by these places? And I say no. <laughs> and I think that's what makes them feel a little more comfortable, too, is that I am not taking a fee. So they, I think right there, they feel like, okay, she's not going to send me a place just because she's getting paid for them. Right. And that's so important. I mean, right. you know, you don't want to know. I mean, of course, everybody has to make money, but that shouldn't be a motivating factor. But your kindness and your compassion uh, for the seniors, because they really right. need that because they're living beyond what they're supposed to be. Now, well, okay, take that back. That's supposed to be living. Right. The, the professionals in this industry, we refer to people to each other a lot if we trust you. So the, the people that we have. So as a norm, the industry professionals, they refer to people that they think will help families. So it's a very helping, helping profession. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's what we do. We we send to the people. We will send you to who we feel is honest and is going to take care of you. We and 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 if you show us that you're not good and you're not doing the right thing, trust me, it gets around. <laughs> yes, it does. It gets yes. around. It shrinks. The island shrinks to the size of a pinky toe. Yes. Yes. It definitely does. So and it's amazing. Now I. I see that your um, one of your hobbies is floating in the pool. Oh, I love floating in the pool. <laughs> I love it. So, I, you know what? I love your entrepreneurial uh, spirit. <laughs> spirit. Because <laughs> I can go in the pool in the middle of the day if I want to. And the thing is, that that's great. But you're also there for the family. So that's what makes it so great, you know. And, yeah. and um, I always get, get a kick out of it, you know, with you showing your picture, you know, <laughs> because uh, and that's what people start, you know, either you have it in you or you don't. Don't you agree? I do. And you know something I, I use and now that I think of like I thought about it the other day, I'm like, what, what? When did I start becoming an entrepreneur? And I remember when I was in seventh grade, we had to sell those little necklaces for band. And I would go door to door and I had the highest sales. I loved it. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. So that was my first sales job, actually. (laughs) And, um, And every company that I worked for, it's funny. I would... I would just say, you know, I could do things better. Like, why do they do things like that? I wouldn't do things like that. <laughs> and, and, and I would, you know, and I would get along with my managers. It wasn't like I didn't get along with them. But it was almost like I wasn't, I, sometimes I felt like I wasn't a part. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I just felt like I was different. I don't know. So, even though I, you know, I, I've, I've always worked for companies, but... I, this is something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to open my own company. I used to say to my husband, I really want to, I really want to open a company where I help places. I really just want to help, you know, when I left this last position, my, my, I said to my husband, I don't know what I'm going to do. He goes, well, what do you want to do? I said, I think I really want to help companies. He goes, well, then do it. So wow. He's like, get out there, get those business cards and get out there. Cause I was feeling sorry for myself, you know. And so I did. I went to Staples and I bought $20 business cards. And I don't know what I was doing, but I went around 
with basil plants. I remember I bought basil plants for everybody. And I went around to all the assisted livings and all the rehabilitation centers. And I said, listen, I'm not where I was. I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but you're going to see me, okay? I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. And then I, then I went to an attorney and I got it all all hammered out. And, um, and so my LLC is really to do turnarounds for companies. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then the then then the caregiver uh, part came after, because I felt because I missed taking care of the families. I missed it. I it, right before I, I formed that second branch of the company, someone had sent me um, a, a wonderful gentleman to help, and he needed help with his wife, and um, it was just you know it was hard. She had dementia, and she was young, um, so I gave him a lot of options. I was on the phone with him for like two hours. And I got off the phone and I said, you know, I really miss that. I miss talking to these families. And I said, you know what? Maybe I could like create a little branch of my company where I do just that. And that's how that that's how that was created. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah, that really and that's, is. And so it's so it's a separate website, caregiver resources. Um, I don't really market it a lot. I don't know why I don't, but. Um, but I don't do placements or anything like that. If if families, if, if they need a placement, I will refer them to one of my placement advisors that I work very closely with that can walk them through different assisted livings and, and be with them and help hold their hand. Because I don't have time really to do all that while I'm working with my clients. And I feel like families deserve that. So um, everybody asks me, are you doing placements? I'm like, no, no. First of all, if I did placements, I'm taking... I'm taking work away from my friends in the industry, and I don't want to do that. And that just shows what kind of integrity you have, to be honest with you. That's that's a good thing. Okay, well, let me ask you, um, how do the people get in touch with you that need you? How could, what, is, what do they need to do? Well, they can either reach out to me on my website, which is um, seniorlivingconsultingservices.com. Mm-hmm. That's for my clients, the business clients. For the families, it's the same, seniorlivingconsultingservices.net. So that's the families. Oh, okay. Yep. Or they can call me on my cell. What's your, you want to, uh, it's, it's 516-582-3215. Okay. Or they can email me. And my email is my last name, first name, Brennan Sandra 5 at gmail.com. So it's B-R-E-N-N-A-N Sandra. 005 at gmail.com and we're gonna and uh that's it. we're gonna put this when this um gets submitted and um it's up but on social media i'm gonna go ahead and um of course you know put your information and how people can reach out to you sure and uh get with you because you do provide such a valuable service because i would not ever know what to do i would be like who do i even call there's a lot of people and what happens is they end up going on the internet and then they end up in the wrong hands so um you know it's better That's scary yeah it, there's not everybody out there is is good um and so you know usually they end up making the wrong decision so at least if they call me, I will direct them to the right person. If they need a gerontologist or if they need, um, you know, they need a care coordinator, um, social worker, doctors, whatever they need. 
you know, I will, I will help them. I will get them. And if I don't have, don't know, I'll find somebody who knows. But, you know, it's, 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 this is what I do. And then on my Facebook, I have, I have a, I created a healthcare group just for healthcare professionals to join on Long Island so that they can connect with each other. And That's share. a good idea. That's yeah, a really share. good idea. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times the, the professionals, they go on some Facebook groups and other people try to get into it. And we're kind of like, a, you know, a, a, a close-knit group. So it's good that they have a place where they can, you know, talk about their events and questions and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, because that's one thing people do have is just a slew of questions because it's not like you're having a baby and you need to find daycare. It's you have to find somebody to take care of the finances, the health. So much. Uh, there's cleaning out the house. Cleaning clean, out the house. Yeah, so there much. There are people involved. that do that. There are senior movement managers that will clean out your house. They'll help you box it up. They'll stage your new your assisted living apartment with it. So I work with a lot of senior movers too because that's overwhelming. Um, I have a lot of financial advisors, attorneys that I trust. Um, you know, there are case management, gerontologists, oh, um, advocates that will help you while you're in the, uh, the nursing home with um, your Medicaid application. I mean, there's, there's so many people in this field that can help you. But unfortunately, a lot of people just don't know where to go. They really don't. So um, I want to thank you, Sandra, for coming You're welcome. on. It was a pleasure. Um, listen, everybody, if, if you need information on your senior mom, dad, grandpa, grandmother, whoever, you know, you're connected with that you got left in charge, contact Sandra. I'm going to go ahead and have her um, information posted on social media along with this uh, podcast. So this way, if anybody has any questions, because it's always like, oh, my friend from work, uh, she's looking for somebody to, you know, help her with her parents or whatever. So it's always, it's kind of like that. And um, I've also met Sandra a few, uh, yeah, quite a bit, a a couple of times. And um, I always got that good vibe from you. Oh, thank you. You know, I really, truly did because you could tell you really care. You're into your work. And that's what makes it even better because you want somebody who just loves what they're doing. That means they're going to do the job a lot much better. When you love what you do, it's not work. It really isn't work. So I want to take the time to say thank you, Sandra. And just a quick um, uh, acknowledge that uh, you are there for people. You are not there just to make a dollar. And that's what's crazy and makes people feel oh a little bit uncomfortable so you do it from the heart and it shows i always tell people that people who work in healthcare don't do it for the money <laughs> you don't yeah you can't be doing <laughs> it for the money that's crazy um i do want to do a, a quick shout out to uh lake insurance um you can uh, see them they do everything they do uh health care um i have a promo at the end of the uh, podcast so please listen um their lake insurance is um, for, uh, they give you a lot of savings <laughs> and they'll blow you away with their prices. I'm actually a customer of them <laughs> and I'm very, very happy with them. But thank you, Sandra. I appreciate it. Um, and we'll do a follow-up sometime because I know people are always going to be, you got a, a field that um, it never ends. Right. And now so, with COVID going on, it's a whole different whole different ball game too so yeah it is to do and what not to do Mm -hmm. all right thank you sandra i appreciate it thank you thank you have a good night you too
Bye-bye. everyone just a quick thank you for listening to this podcast her community too is for every community her community too is proudly sponsored by my friends at lake insurance give them a call at 1-855-LAKEINS today or visit them at lakeins.net for insurance savings that will totally blow you away i'm even a client and i actually save quite a bit of money and one more thing Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and rate us. As always, take care, peace and love.